You found the DRG Media Group Sports Players Perspective podcast, and it'll begin right after this. What if we said a bank isn't a place to lock up money? It's a place to set it free. What if the point of banking wasn't to bank at all, but to put your ideas to work? What if your bank asked, what if, a little more? Well, what if we told you we do? We're American Bank and Trust, where what if meets why not? If you are ready to change what you get out of banking, start a relationship with us. What if you made the move today? From DRG Media Group Sports, this is the Players Perspective Podcast. A lot of people, including some of my old coaches and stuff, have compared me to Nash and all that stuff. But I mean, I'm my own person. I've had my I've had my own accomplishments, and I've done some things that he hasn't done. That's Noah, not Nash Hotmaker. Sure, his brother was great, but Noah has also made a name for himself. Noah Hutmaker is again our guest on this edition of the Players Perspective Podcast, brought to you by American Bank and Trust and Avera Orthopedics. Hi, everyone. I'm DRG Media Group Sports Director David Burrow. I have two older brothers myself, so I understand how it was growing up for former Chamberlain High School wrestling and football standout Noah Hutmaker. His big brother, Nash, is one of the most successful South Dakota high school wrestlers ever and was also an outstanding football player for the Chamberlain Cubs. Noah played pretty good football, too, well enough to earn a signing at Northern State. And while Noah didn't win four wrestling state championships as Nash did, Noah did win one this past season in Class A at 220 pounds. Now, as you heard last time on our first visit with Noah, he, just like Nash, had a decision to make about what to play in college, football or wrestling, and just like Nash, Noah chose football, but he will always love wrestling. DRG Media Group Sports' Brian Oakland visited with Noah Hutmaker about that. That's obviously where... Uh, you know, the Hutmaker name has has made it's you know, I don't know. That's kind of what uh, what people know you mm-hmm. guys as as wrestlers, and we're not just talking about you yourself. Uh, of course, uh, the Polar Bear, Nash Hutmaker, four time state champion, yep. and, and I'm not going to make this a Nash Hutmaker interview, uh, and and I'm not. I, I've, I've been kind of uh, looking forward to uh, to saying. You are no longer Nash Hutmaker's little brother. You are Noah Hutmaker's state champion. Congratulations on that. Yeah, it's definitely been a blast about that because I know a lot of people, including some like of some of my old coaches and stuff, have compared me to Nash and all that stuff. But I mean, I'm my own person. I've had my I've had my own accomplishments and I've done some things that he hasn't done. I mean, I think I I was a national dual champion on a dual team with Legends of Gold, and he's never done that. So that's one thing I have over him, actually. There you go. Uh, He was, uh, you know, he was obviously a big, big kid as an eighth grader. I remember you as an eighth grader wrestling about 152 pounds, and and to me, you were pretty raw. Yeah. I mean, you had uh, had a lot to learn, and and the journey that you had in that four-year time span is is what I'm most impressed about. Tell me about, uh, uh, you know, I guess the journey as far as you uh, lived through it and, and finally came out on top I've, uh, I've always really kind of lived in the weight room and stuff like that and I think that COVID year is where I really kind of developed a lot more uh, athletically and like just physically because I went from like like you said at, when I was eighth grade freshman I was like 150 and then after that I was up like I was at like 200 pounds and gained 50 pounds over that summer just lifted all summer and just got, got huge and then cut down 95 and then it was 95 for two years and then ended up Moving on from there. How much is, uh, I mean, you're, you're in a situation where, uh, 
uh, I'm sure you, you had a good weightlifting partner in, in Nash. And of course, your old man is uh, yep. uh, big into things like that, too. So it was it, it was kind of uh, I'm guessing you were either going to do it or you're going to have to uh, maybe go find someplace else to live or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what when I was younger, uh, I'd always butt heads with my dad at the weight room because, I mean, when you're like right before middle school, right at the sixth, seventh grade, you don't you don't want to go hang out, go with your dad every morning at like six in the morning <laughs> to go to the gym for two hours. So that's why our wrestling coach always gives me a little crap about when me and him would butt heads, and I'd always know how to push his buttons just right to piss him off. And- <laughs> It was a good time. But. Uh, you talk about your wrestling coach, John Donovan. Is uh, you know he's uh, I've I've had real good conversations with him over the years, covering Chamberlain wrestling as much as we can, and uh, uh, just uh, uh, tell me about him and your relationship more in depth with uh, with that guy because he is, in my opinion, one of the best guys around in this state to coach wrestling. Yeah, he's probably my I I think definitely my favorite coach for football and wrestling and everything that I've had just over the years. Like, I remember a time my junior year, it was me, Thomas Powell, and Kenny Burkhardt in, like, our hotel room before Regions, and then Max Donovan was coaching at Spearfish, and he was in the same hotel, and him and um, Mr. Donovan came up and just in our room talking for a couple hours, just hanging out. I mean, he's really, like, I think of him more kind of like a friend or one of the guys than necessarily sure. a coach, but we kind of know when to turn it on when it's, like, just fun, like fun hanging out buddies and when it's time to get serious and he's just a coach athlete relationship that's that's an interesting way to look at it i mean because uh, coaches come in so many shapes and sizes and personalities Mm -hmm. and uh, um you know the things that i've coached i've i'm you know, I've been told you, you can't be everybody's friend, but I want to be everybody's yeah. friend, you know. And if it, to me, it's just like it's better to be one of the guys rather than somebody. Uh, sure, you want somebody pushing you all the time, but uh, an in-your-face mentality is is kind of going by the wayside, I think, these days, isn't it? Yeah, well, he he used to be a real hard-ass. Like, before, my, before Nash, like, he's definitely mellowed over the years, but he's always I kind of been, like, one of the rest of, like, one of the buddies of the team, you know, and he's, I think like, us working hard is helps with that, like mutual respect of, you know, I like, just like I said earlier, we know when to be friends and when to be coaches and stuff like that. Just makes us mutual respect when we work harder for it. I yeah. Think. I've seen him in the corner of a wrestling mat getting pretty intense yeah, too, he, though. So, uh, your junior year made it to the finals. Uh, you run up against Damian Shunky, who was kind of coming off of injury. And, uh, I think his, uh, let's say his destiny was fulfilled. A four-one uh, uh, <coughs> loss in that one. Did uh, but you were the top seed. Uh, how did you feel going into that match? And uh, what do you remember about coming up a little bit short? Uh, usually in rest, like all my wrestling matches, I've done national terms and stuff. I'm never really nervous, but for some reason, my coach knew it too. I kept telling him I wasn't nervous, but he knew there was something wrong with me. Before that, I was just after that whole tournament. I was I wrestled not as well as I would have liked to, but. Because I think that was the only tournament that year where I didn't at least get one pin. Mm-hmm. I wrestled all three periods every match, and I'm not used to that. But but uh, that uh, that loss obviously had to fuel the fire. I think you knew that uh, that you were destined to be a state champion, even though you only got one. But uh, a lot of people don't get any, obviously. Yep. So, uh, again, congratulations. But what was this senior year like as far as your focus toward one, uh, one singular goal of being a state champion? That's what – it was more of just a – kind of like a redemption i that was a hard loss just because i mean I, i'm friends with damien i knew him i've stayed at their house before for uh like when i go to national or national stuff or like wrestle over there and 
Beersford was legend of gold. I'd stay there sometimes. And so I was kind of, I was buddies with him before. So it was kind of interesting going wrestling him in that loss. I mean, he earned, he definitely earned it. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't a one-sided match. I'd say it was pretty, pretty even throughout the whole thing. Well, but. there's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, the way Brandon Valley has come up and he was kind of the start of that. And now you've got a whole bunch of other studs, including his brother Navarro. And I, this is the, the question I just can't help but ask. And, uh, and maybe you were expecting it to, um, I'm not even going to ask, uh, but but give me a comparison of Nash Hutmaker and Navarro Shunky. Who does what better, and who would win if uh, if they both in their prime would uh, would take each other on? I, I might be a little biased, but well, sure, I, I don't. Sure. I don't. In my personal opinion, I don't know if the match would even be close. I think Nash would kill him, but I mean, I've wrestled Navarro. I've wrestled Navarro in the summers. I warmed up with him actually before my semi match and finals match this year. Which was a good warm-up partner, definitely. But I think Nash was just uh, faster and stronger and more explosive. And that's – I don't think you could, nobody could really stop Nash's double leg. And I don't think Navarro would be able to stop it either. I, You know, and I, that's that's actually what experienced coaches give me uh, kind of their thought on that too. And, and yes, I think Nash was that – that uh, rare breed just uh, mm-hmm. you know Navarro's got so much brute strength but uh, but combine that with the quickness and then, then I think you've got Nash Hotmaker too it sure would be fun to see but uh, definitely uh, still uh, you know Navarro's probably going to be a five-time champion and uh, nobody's ever done that in class a so yeah. Very cool. Um, well, uh, let's look forward once again, uh, the rest of this. Uh, what are you doing? Are you in track? Are you doing anything for track and field? for Yep, I, I'm doing shot and discus. I'm just throwing okay. for track. Usually, all right, so freshman year, we had the COVID year, so I didn't do track that year. And then sophomore year, I wanted to do throwing, but I was one of the faster people on the team because I was, I was small. I wasn't as big as I was then. I was only like 190 pounds or whatever. And they always put me in sprinting events and I for the region track me I actually wasn't even in any throwing events probably I wasn't very good at it but <laughs> I was in all running events and I was like so then junior year, I was like I'm not even gonna try to do throwing I'm just gonna do running but then this year I decided I want to go back to it I'm actually I'm a lot better than I was sophomore year I'm I think I was earlier in the season I was like number 12 in the state for shot put but I don't think I'm not top 24 now people more people have gotten up and improved their stuff but it's definitely fun, and I'm doing that, and pretty much just lifting, mm-hmm. and just bench squat, deadlift, and all the ex- explosive stuff, and just trying to pack muscle. And like I said earlier, I cut on the, on the cut too, so I usually last Wednesday I went about six miles on the bike, just warming up and stuff like that, just to try to lose weight, sweat out a little bit. So really interesting, kind of the the, the still the journey that you're making here. So all right, graduation coming up, and then uh, what is the schedule in in getting on to Northern and uh, and and starting to uh, adult a little bit? Yeah, that's. Well, I texted uh, my D line coach Jake Irie and asked right after wrestling ended. Actually, I just asked about like uh, him sending me like a weight program just to heart kind of hop on what they were already doing. He said. They actually can't even send anything until I'm graduating. So pretty much as soon as I graduate, I'm probably going to text him again and like get that weight rhythm program and then just hit the weights as hard as I can, work. And that's really it. Um, other than the thing in June, I'm not doing anything other than lifting and working. Okay. All right. What uh, In addition to uh, football at Northern, then what's, uh, what's the field of study you're going into as well? Orig- my original thought was like business marketing or something like that, but I'm thinking of maybe going into more uh, – management information systems just because i think now like more everything's more like tech oriented so i think having a, like a better tech background will help okay. me after college and 
find a job and excuse me, just be more like useful in a workplace environment, you know? Okay. Is there any uh, potential, do you feel like, maybe of get, uh, being able to play football at another level past college? I would love to. I, I, I don't know, honestly, but I'll work as hard as I can do to try to make that happen. That's always been a dream. I remember in elementary school and you'd always write, like, what do you want to do for, like, future? I'd always write football player on all, every one of them every year. Yeah. So that would definitely be a dream, and I'll work very hard and see whatever, do whatever I can to see, to see if I can make that happen. But. All right. Well, uh, i tell you what, Noah, I think uh, it, it, the future is certainly bright. It's been a great run. It's been a, a privilege watching you grow up and develop and, uh, and uh, become a state champion, especially on the wrestling mat, and I wish you all the best of luck. Appreciate your time. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you, Noah Hutmaker and Brian Oakland. This is the DRG Media Group Sports Players Perspective Podcast. Why am I so sore? There are everyday moments. Oh, hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder! Oh, oh. Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. Slide, Class of 1995! When a moment creates a health need, visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org slash orthopedics. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Players Perspective Podcast. And if there's an athlete from whom you'd like to hear, contact us through drgnews.com or the DRG News app. The Players Perspective Podcast from DRG Media Group Sports is brought to you by Avera Orthopedics and American Bank and Trust. I'm David Burrell. Thanks for listening.